Welcome to Oversharing with the Overbees. I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. And each week you can tune in to hear us respond to your voicemails, go in depth on our lives as content creators, and hopefully leave you feeling even better than we found you. With that being said, let's get to Oversharing. Are we just dropping into the podcast like this, making noises? We don't have a soundboard, but Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. we were discussing getting one, so yeah. maybe one day that could be real. That could be, well, I think that's pretty real. I feel like we need to get more listeners before we invest in a really fancy soundboard. No, it's important to spend a ton of money on a podcast that you do mostly as a hobby. Okay. I don't want it to be a hobby. I want to be constructive and helpful, and I want people to be excited to listen every week. (laughs) Well, I think they are. You just want more people. I want more people to be excited to listen every week. But I love the people who do listen. Yeah. We have a pretty good squad. Especially the internationals. (laughs) The internationals? Yeah. Yeah. We have so many listeners in Australia. I do. It makes me really joyful but even more in australia that's really odd australia is our second country is it because we released it at like two in the morning i don't think so (laughs) i don't think it has anything to do with that i don't think it does either oh all right well we're here we're back baby another week another week we made it we're alive you sound like you're feeling good I'm uh, sleepy today, a little bit it's like the opposite of feeling good no i feel good i'm just a little i'm a little you've been tired a lot Turns out yeah. breastfeeding is tiring. Yeah. Who I'm, knew? I'm making breast milk mm-hmm. like a boss. Yeah. You should see Rory. He's growing. It's He's crazy. Huge. The craziest part about breastfeeding to me is knowing that all they've had is breast milk. And so solely on your back, they have grown <laughs> the amount that, you know. Yeah. That's wild. And... I, this is actually a really good TikTok concept. I should make this because it'll tick people off. Perfect. Is holding a baby and saying, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. And then saying, because I've had to feed and grow this child for the last 13 months or whatever. Mm -hmm. That makes people mad because they're like, pregnancy isn't that long. (laughs) They don't know that you're talking about. Yeah. They don't know. Maybe you had this kid extra long. Yeah. It's a secret. Nobody knows. Double pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us all about you not providing unsolicited feedback. Oh, well, that's something you were talking about. You it's made true. a TikTok about it, actually. No. It was no, a story. It was a story. Got yeah. it. Not a TikTok. Just kidding. So Instagram story. You talked about me. Yes. Never providing you unsolicited feedback on strictly actually, your appearance. That's not what I was talking about at all. That's what were you talking about? How you worded it. I shared a photo of me 11 years ago rocking a, what do they call that? Some kind of uh, Some kind of roll, but it has a name. Roll? Something roll. Croissant? Anyway, a giant croissant on the front of my head, pretty yeah. much. Made of your own hair, not an actual croissant. Yeah, not a real croissant. Clear. But I shared a picture of it and talked about how I was really proud of my hair that night. You were. You worked and really hard on that. How looking back, that's really embarrassing. I still kind of like it though. I was going to say, why is that embarrassing? I don't know. I just did weird stuff because I wanted to do things other people didn't. To do. stand out. I don't. I don't know that I wanted to stand out. To be cool and different. I just. I. It kind of goes back to we've been having a lot of conversations about me singing poorly on purpose. 
Yeah. I think part of it is like I wasn't good at doing hair. So I didn't want to do my hair like everybody else because I knew I wasn't going to rank amongst them. Mm. But if I'm the only person with a croissant hairdo, I'm one out of one. You have the best croissant hairdo in the club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So that's my really unhealthy uh, 19-year-old. Make decisions how- so unpopular that you're the only one doing them. Right. Yeah. And then you don't have anybody to compare. Yeah. And then you can feel good because you're one out of one in your There's ranking. kind of a counterpoint there that like everyone's comparing to you and they're like, well, at least we didn't do that. But... Um, <laughs> That's probably what's happening. So it worked for everyone. Yeah, no. That's good. It everyone worked for me. Everyone felt better and you didn't... Well, and yeah, me, me included. And you felt great. I felt like I didn't have to compare myself to anybody else and so I was great <laughs> and everybody else felt like they could compare themselves to me and feel better. There you go. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> oh, well... And this is why I don't provide unsolicited feedback. (laughs) Well, (laughs) because I'm okay with being the weirdo. I just don't want to be average. That's sad. Wow. I'm thinking like (laughs) 19-year-old me. I don't do this anymore. Fair, fair. Anyway, shared this picture. Tons of people DM'd to me because it's a picture of Matt and I. Uh And uh, you all asked what was Matt's response. And it made me realize... I cannot think of a time that you made remarks on my appearance, really, ever. I mean, like if I if I was if we were going to prom, you'd be like, "Oh, you look pretty," but like you wouldn't. Sure, you wouldn't expand past that. Honestly, yeah. you. I don't even really. Not that you've never told me I'm pretty. <laughs> I don't mean that, but I would say that even that would be a rare comment. Okay. I think that if I walked in for prom. You might say I look pretty or you look beautiful, maybe, but more likely than that, you're going to comment on like, oh, I love your dress and this part. Like you're more likely to compliment my style okay, or um, like a decision I made than my actual appearance. Okay. Am I making sense? Sure. You're saying I wouldn't be general with it. I'd be specific. I'd pick a detail. No. Is that what you're getting at? No. You you compliment something about who I am rather than how I appear. Like okay. my style does have to do with my appearance. Compliment your choices? Yeah. Like Got you, it. you would word it as, oh, I love this dress, like the style of sure. I'm thinking of like the band dress that I wore for senior prom. Okay. Or junior your senior prom. I was gonna say, I don't know. We went to a bunch of that stuff. Um and I remember you didn't compliment how I looked, which was fine. Um, you complimented the style of my hair and like the placement of where they put a flower in my hair. Okay. But it wasn't how I, it wasn't commenting how I looked. I don't know. I'm not doing a good job with this. Okay. We should quit while Interesting. we're way behind. While, while I'm behind. <laughs> At least you weren't keeping track or remembering this. What? <laughs> No, it's not a bad thing. I think it's okay. a really, really good thing. Okay. I think... I was not getting that. <laughs> oh, you weren't? No. Oh, okay. So I was... Well, I thought it was a good thing, and then we started to go on and on about... Well, I'm trying to explain... Refusing it. to compliment how you looked, no, and I'm no, like, no. uh-oh. It's not a refusal. It's not like that. It's okay. that I feel like something you're really good at is focusing on things that are individual qualities of people rather than what is stereotypical about them. Gotcha. Like, you're not focused in on 
oh, her body looks how culturally we want bodies to look in that dress. <laughs> and I okay. feel like that's the kind of compliment cool. you hear really often from sure. men. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. You know? Got it. You are... I'm not a man now? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I hate today. <laughs> this is not right good. into my trap. Uh, Got her. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Sure. I think that's something sure, sure, you sure. do really beautifully, and I'd like to get better at that because as we raise kids, I don't want to compliment them whenever it feels like they are properly fitting into a mold, even though yeah. I feel like that's how we're really inclined to compliment others. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's something you're really good at. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You took all of that as you don't provide unsolicited feedback. <sighs> I take it all personally, guys. It's it's one of the great things about me. Well, I don't think providing unsolicited feedback, like I, I don't think not doing that is a bad thing. It's sure. just not what I was talking about. Sure. Got it. But you don't provide unsolicited feedback. Sometimes. I'm trying. I try to sometimes because to you it. want feedback. Yeah. I like... Affirmation. I also like criticism. I hate criticism. I know you do. I can't stand it. I can't even stand compliments that kind of sound like criticism, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> if Matt even thinks you're trying to imply something, he will immediately get uncomfortable. Yeah. I just assume every compliment is backhanded and then... You know, go from there. A lot of times I'll think that I'm giving him a compliment and he'll break it down for me on why that is not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You can tell him that he looks really good and then he'll tell you. It's oh, I don't look good the rest of the time. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. See, it's that easy, guys. I'm not good at that. I, somebody <laughs> says something nice to me. I'm like, I'm, I'm a god. <laughs> I've made it. I'm the best person who ever lived. Literally. Nobody's ever looked better than me or been better than me. In this moment. It's great. It's great confidence to have. <laughs> and I hope our kids land somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably healthy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we've gone from me doing really thing like ridiculous things to not compare to uh, me oh. having too much confidence. So that's cool. Yeah. No, you have the perfect amount of confidence. Oh, because yeah. Because you need to average out my confidence. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's new this week? New this week. Oh, uh, nobody threw up. So oh, yeah, that's huge. No reason to do like 25 minutes on throwing up this week. I like that you brought it back around, though, just in case people want to. We should to touch like, on it. I think yeah. we should do it every Everybody week, Everybody likes probably. a little puke talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it's laundry season. Oh. It's allergy season. It has been like, yeah. It's S-Z-N in the title of episodes season. Am I just going to do that now? No. Are we committed to that? No, you just already uh, put it in the peep season. Yeah. We've been using the word season a lot, you know, like it's fantasy season. Should we switch to era? Is that the cool Ooh. cool new kid way we to say it? probably stick with season because then we don't have anybody to compete against. Got it, because we're 30. <laughs> I don't want to be compared to people who are using the term era, you know? They're too cool. If we yes. stick with season, we'll be the only ones. Perfect. We're still doing season. Awesome. People who are just now learning about it. Matt's been doing laundry like a fiend. Oh, I need to get back to it. I haven't been doing enough laundry today. We potted plants outside. Yeah. That was exciting. We potted plants. We went to the park. We did a lot of outdoor stuff. Yeah. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. 
There uh, it is, podcast title. It's perfect. <laughs> nobody's doing that. No, nobody's ever said spring has sprung. <laughs> uh, no, we did pots outside and that was exciting. And we took pictures. There is a giveaway <laughs> on my Instagram page going on right now for uh, bows and shoes and little customized gear for your kiddos. Uh, they're just small businesses that I love and they're yeah. doing gift cards and I will have posted that by the time this episode launches. So go check that out because it is photos Sweet. from potting plants with G and Matt took them. Yeah. And they are candid. We can talk about the word candid. Ooh. Oh, God. Candid talk. This week on TikTok, I'm being roasted by one singular person uh, about how I don't understand what the word candid means because in my candid photos... My clothes look nice. I have makeup on and my hair is done. So it can't be candid. Got it. But the thing is, I get ready every day. Is being roasted by one person just kind of bullying? I don't know. I don't even think that she probably thinks I'm seeing the comments. Got but it. But she, like a bunch of, so I had a video that did relatively well talking about how something Matt has done since we had kids is prioritize learning how to operate my DSLR camera. And he's getting a lot better. Like, a lot better. It was challenging with one kid, and with two kids, I figured I really need to know how to run this thing, because you often have, like, two whole seconds that you have to shoot, so, and then the moment's gone, so you want to be able to actually do it yourself and not have to run to your wife and go, help me, make the camera look good, and then run back, and then go, kids, action! (laughs) Because they don't do it. They don't listen to you. They'll be doing something cute and Matt will go grab the camera and Mm -hmm. then he would be like, I don't know how to set it. (laughs) It's completely black. It's so dark. Yeah. But a lot of times those are the best pictures though. I just bring them up and it's fine. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Matt has been getting actual real candids because he's learned how to set the camera himself. Um, Anyway, long story short, that's not the important part. Uh, We're here to defend it. Fighting for her life in this comment section about what candid is defined as because she thinks I'm setting unrealistic expectations for moms by saying that photos are candid when they've been taken with a DSLR and I have my hair done and my outfit looks nice. Okay. Why? That's interesting. Um, I I mean, yeah, it, it might be an unrealistic expectation to have the exact type of photo but a lot of our best photos are not even dslr they're they're iphone shots well i put all all in the video it is all dslr images sure and it's over three years they're only 10 pictures you know Uh so that's anyway it's almost like social media is a highlight reel that you produce right but interesting she's they they this these there are two girls that don't know each other that have rallied together in the comments to support one another and talk about how I am the problem with mothers on the internet. True. I agree. (laughs) Well said, people on the internet. But anyway, I just thought that that was really interesting. That I I, I didn't understand necessarily why my photos weren't candid to them. Yeah. Because I really did. Everything I put on there was actually candid. Mm Mm-hmm. Like just shots from our lives that you had. Yeah, they taken. weren't posed. They weren't and then planned. made to look candid. Right. Or posed. Yeah. I have those. Sure. Don't get me wrong. You, I have the those. thing is, you even get candid shots within posed photos, right. especially with kids because they don't do 
poses. Well, right. And I uh, was reading through comments and people were fighting about it. They were like, oh, so you can never get a candid photo at a family photo shoot because you're anyway. Yeah. Agreed. I just would like everybody's thoughts on that. So down below, let me know. I understand what I think that they were trying to communicate. The, and I absolutely Like it's agree. unrealistic expectation of quality yeah, or absolutely. fidelity. Right. Like not every husband and every partner and every family is going to be able to afford a fancy camera and the time or to... Or has shot thousands of photos. Right. And the time to learn how to set the camera and the... Yeah. completely agree with that. I I think something I'm really catching on to online is the thing that really frustrates me is the way that we tear down other people in order to validate others. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think that that is a totally valid conversation to have, but you don't have to tear down the people who are able to do it that way mm -hmm. or, you know, because that's, that's like one of my things that I'm really good at it. And it's something that I get to share with my friends and my family and I'm proud of. And you've also prioritized it for a very long time. Right. Like it's been important to you for a long time. Even as you moved out of wedding photography is I still want to take high quality photos with my family and my friends and do all that stuff often. Yeah. I just think that I got my feelings hurt. Yeah. I think that happens to you fairly often. Well, I, <laughs> I think I'm really sensitive to mm -hmm. oh you were gonna keep going got it just kidding <laughs> sorry <laughs> haven't we talked at length that you're not actually sensitive well i think that i am sensitive to what i'm about to say yes. i don't think of myself as sensitive in general no. but i am sensitive when it feels like people are attacking my intentions online you know sure because i i don't think that it's necessarily being thought through but what they're insinuating is my intention is to make other moms feel bad in order to lift myself up. Obviously. And I'm like, oh, I don't want any mom to ever feel that way. What a wild use of your time that would be. Yeah. Well, I think that some people unintentionally do that. Mm -hmm. You know. Some people, yeah. I, it, Try I, to inflate their own. Yeah. I get that. And it was just interesting hearing somebody say that because I think of myself as so average. Yeah. <laughs> I would even argue, though, even if you are trying to self-inflate your own experience, I don't think that is often done with the intent of... Hurting others. Reducing other people. Most right. of the time, most of the decisions people make in life are not meant to hurt other people. Right. They may be a self-defense mechanism for you or for your ego, but they're not, they're not meant to be malicious. Right. Well, and to have them say, well, she's saying that this is the bar for moms. And they're in the comments being like, don't worry, moms, if you're seeing this and you feel less than I'm sitting here going, what? <laughs> Nobody feel less than I'm as much of a disaster as the next mom. Yeah. Like you guys probably have organized pantries or good at keeping up at lawn laundry or have cool activities for your kid or cut your kid's lunch into fun shapes or Maybe yeah. you get them really cool character clothes or, or like a, a number of amazing things that mm -hmm. I see other moms do that I envy that I am not good at. Maybe you're great at scrapbooking, you know, like there are all of these things that moms can be good at. Maybe you're good at executive function. Yeah. Not I. That would be cool. I actually feel like in my lifetime, I have been good. Yeah. You've been very good. Up before. until the last couple of years. And yeah. that's actually what we're going to talk about today. So nice transition. 
Obviously, yeah. Proud of you. Flawless. Uh, we, as we've talked about <laughs> very much, have had a rough couple of years. Yeah. Just, we're not on our mental game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am on the up and up. Yeah. you're. I mean, you're definitely improving from where you've been. Yeah. I feel like I've come light years in the last couple months. Yeah. I was really worried that it was just the last couple months of pregnancy and then I was going to be postpartum and I was going to crash and burn, but I, I have not thus far. It was the, yeah, it's those endorphins for the first week after. Yes. And you're like, oh, I'm a human being again. And then just postpartum everything yes. comes back, So we're which s- you're still experiencing. Oh, absolutely. Like it's not clear. that I'm not experiencing hormone shifts, but I, I'm not experiencing it as crippling depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a nice change. But as I've come out of this uh, few years where I've really been struggling with depression and um, adjusting to motherhood and, you know, switching jobs and just pressures that I feel like I've had, I'm coming out of it to realize that we are behind in everything in our lives. And I think that might be one of the hardest things about struggling with your mental health is as you start to come out of it and you look around and you look at all the damage you've done, you're like, oh, what if I just crawled back into this hole? I didn't see this before. What if I go back to not seeing it? That sounds nice. (laughs) And so we have, I can't describe, we have garages full of stuff that just got thrown in boxes and moved to this house to get us moved. Mm -hmm. We have all kinds of laundry that needs to be organized. We have kids nursery that could be better organized g's room's not horrible i Hers like, is all right i at least tried mm-hmm. when i did it i didn't do a great job but i tried uh so i really want to revamp that and make it better and her caretaker works on helping us with that sometimes her caretaker yeah <laughs> that was the strangest wor- wording of that ever okay uh yeah our our nanny has helped a little bit with yeah that uh but she takes care of two kids from two different families Mm -hmm. only at our house a certain amount of time and she has multiple children to take care of and the easiest time to do all that is nap time and she naps in her room so it's kind of hard to clean up a room when she's sleeping in there well and it's not even that her room is a mess it's that i want to like completely revamp how much organizational stuff we have in there yeah and we just need to like we need to filter out clothes that she can't wear anymore and there's a lot of that that we've started but it's not done i have a lot of friends who have really good systems and i'm like that's a good system i should start that i just need to do the overhaul and that's where our, our life is in general is i don't feel like we struggle currently that we're struggling with the systems in order to maintain no we don't have them Okay, that's I'm not saying, what I was saying. Okay, I was saying it. the opposite thing. So you go ahead. The ones that we do have, we can maintain. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think that if if we could snap our fingers and everything was caught up. Yes. I think we could easily maintain. Yeah, I think that we're well enough. Because the places in which we have caught up, yeah. we maintain well. Yeah. Like the organization in our kitchen. Sure. We are there, and so it is maintained. That's fair. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, or or like another example is my bathroom. I keep my counter cleared off because my makeup bags and everything, my drawers are organized how I want them. So yeah. it's easy to keep that cleared because it is caught up. Mm-hmm. Laundry is so terrifyingly behind. <laughs> 
and the garage and all of the stuff that needs to be unpacked and donated and yeah. is, is so terrifyingly behind that it's discouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And so we're going to try and get it caught up in the next couple of months and we're going to period- periodically check in with you guys about it. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Matt's wording it with his mouth to me periodically to make sure that I can get it. But I, I looked up uh, an article that kind of uh, gave some habits to put in um, to your routine to help get caught up because I think something that we're feeling stuck on is in the past, if this has happened and we get behind, we would spend an entire weekend, you know, just hanging up laundry or, you know, whatever it Mm -hmm. was that needed to be done. Uh, And we could do that because we didn't have two kids. Yeah. Kids make that a lot more challenging. Yeah. Your kid doesn't want to have, like, they will help you with laundry for 25 minutes. Which is all you should need if you're caught up. Sure, exactly. Then it's a fun project for you and your your toddler to do together. At least in our experience, she likes doing it. But she's not going to do it for four and a half hours. No. Eventually, she's going to go into your closet and be like, look at all these shoes. What if we took them off the shelf and threw them everywhere? Because that sounds way cooler than... That is what happened. I got pretty far in catching up in my (laughs) closet and I pushed G too hard in joining me uh-huh. on it, and she destroyed my progress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was very—I wasn't upset with her. I was like, oh, "Yeah, I, that's." I've that's had fair. that problem. Trust me. I was like, "We've been in here for a minute." Yeah. So I was like, "You were good. Thank you." Uh huh. I I understand you're tired. Let's go play with some. Blocks. I've had that in the laundry experience. It's how we have some dryer balls that have been washed a few times. Yeah, because she kind of just gets on a roll of moving stuff from one machine to the other. Doesn't matter what direction sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so some of the things that it said. uh, It said, wake and rise a half hour earlier than your family and spend 30 minutes on whatever it is. So I thought that this could be a very effective method for us that we should be utilizing. Sure. Because I think what we need to be doing is basically finding 15 and 30 minute increments mm-hmm. and committing to what we work on for that 15 to 30 minutes and then walk away from it. Interesting. The exact opposite of my style, which well, is take 15 to 30 minutes to get going into it and then continue for 35 hours if it requires it. Yeah. Yeah. So how's that working for you? It's not very good. Yeah, you keep getting interrupted, huh? Again, yes. Yeah. It's these dang kids. And then you don't come back to it. Why did nobody say that two kids is complicated? No one told us. Yeah, nobody talks about it. No one talks about how much responsibility kids are. Yeah, it's one of the biggest secrets out there that nobody tells you. So... Like, two kids, no problem. Even one kid, no problem. I thought that was really good. (laughs) Yeah, no, that is good. Okay. Next task on our to-do, uh-huh. making a daily to-do that we do every single day. So we have a few things already on that list, sure. I think. We reset the kitchen every day. Yeah. We reset the living room most days where we put away all the toys, fold blankets. Yeah, yeah. But maybe adding a few things to that list, like clearing bathroom counter every day. Mm-hmm. Making, well, we make bed every day. It's not made right now. No. 
part of it is with the bassinet attached, it's way harder to make the, the bassinet's attached. You're breastfeeding, so your sleep schedule is very different. Like that's that's one of the things too about rising thirty minutes early is you're also bonded to this guy. Yeah, but I think we're on the no. We're we're, we're getting to closer get to longer the, stretches of sleep, more more independence. So it's it will it will improve as time goes on. Just that's where you've you've been kind of captive to that up until the last probably week at least yeah here's the this was the example minimum to-do list each day and i thought it was good cool shiny me which is shower makeup hair jeans and a spot free t-shirt meaning that you get yourself ready Mm -hmm. and i liked that being included in there because that's something that's really important to me in my daily routine i mean not that you're looking at me if you're watching on youtube it's not that i look fancy but i get up i brush my hair i put on a touch of makeup you're clean every day i'm clean sure um i have clean clothes on and I do that every single day. Well, do- I can already tell I'm going to feel targeted by this list. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel like you do that every day? Uh, sometimes. I don't feel like I do it every day, no. Oh, okay. No. I actually would. I assumed that you felt you did. So from the outside, it's looking like you're shiny you. Like actually ready? Like my hair and yeah, no. Oh. I don't feel like I'm really doing No, but your hair is a lot. It is a it, lot, like it, but I feel like your hair is something that causes you anxiety if it's not right. Correct. So you're like you much feel, like anything in my life if it's not right <laughs> it causes me anxiety. Well, Turns out I'm an anxious person. So for those of you watching on YouTube right now, my hair I can't figure out which way is not done correctly. If you look at the video, <laughs> all of my ends turn one direction. Wait this way, one direction Sweet. because I had my hair up in a clip. And, but I, so it's not like I every day am doing a full beat. Got it. But I feel like that's okay with me more than it's okay with you. Uh, I only have, I have a limited repertoire of, of hair things. Maybe we should get you some, some clips. Some clips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm to the point I need to learn more things to do with my hair than pull it back in one way. I feel like we're really launching into the deep end there, but. Oh, okay. And then that also ties us both up because I can't French braid my own hair yet. I think that, I think you're overestimating how long it would take me to French braid your hair. Well, how long are you thinking? Five minutes. Oh, okay. I know nothing about braiding. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> the idea that you think I'm doing like an elaborate, like um, decadent, like <laughs> set of rows. 14 or row. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I could do like fair, you know, got it. Uh-huh. Or, or one. <laughs> I can't do cornrows. How long can I? I'm not asking. I don't have that level of skill. I don't believe I should be wearing cornrows. No, probably not. Just from an appropriation standpoint. Right. But I just want you to know I do not have that level of skill. Great. I don't need it. And we would do French braids, not Dutch braids. So it's not like the braid sits on top of your head. Okay. I know nothing about braids. We'll we'll get into it. Okay. We can can Google some hairstyles. Next episode, we'll be talking braids, hair. Yeah. Make the beds on the list. Okay. Shiny bathroom. So clean sinks, toilet, and pick up and put away clothes from the floor. So every single day. Our toilet's clean most of the time. Yeah, it is. And I feel like my sink is clean most of the time. Mine's not. Nope. But that is something that you could work on. It is. Daily. Targeted again. (laughs) It wasn't intentionally targeted. (laughs) Shiny kitchen, loaded dishwasher, uh, one cleared and clean counter, and clean stove. Got it. Dishwasher's loaded right now. Should I run it? Yep. Okay. And I feel like you're good. You do this almost every night is cleaned and cleared counter. 
I try to. The kitchen, again, is one of my, is one of the few things that I try and maintain in my life. And so it has not been actually the last day. I meant to get to it this morning, and then this morning was more than I expected. Empty all trash cans. So check all trash cans and okay. empty anything yeah. that needs to be emptied. Sure. So that you start the next day with, you know, yeah. fresh. Uh, and then 15 minutes of movement picking up. Okay. Every day. I was day. like, is this exercise? No. Could probably do exercise too. I thought that Not was replaceable good. though. It should be Both. picking up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was good. No, it is really good. I think that we can, I think we should the next week try and wake up a little earlier or, or. Stay up even later. No. Oh, just kidding. If we don't feel like waking up uh, a half hour earlier just because of new baby, mm-hmm. when we put G down for bed, 30 minutes after we put her down for bed. Okay. Not before we go to bed, after yeah. we put her down, yeah. and then we can sit down and do what we want to do. Okay. Um, either of those. And they can, I, like, we can see in the morning, and if we feel like getting up a half hour earlier, we can do it in the morning. And if we don't get to it then, making sure we tackle it when G goes to bed. Yeah. Thoughts? I, I and think then we'll that get works. back with you guys, and we'll see how. Bedtime could be a little tricky, because a lot of time that's when we eat. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Well, we can wait 30 minutes to eat, though. We also should be eating earlier. Right. Well, that's true. I'd like to be eating as a family at the table. It's a lovely vision. That's a goal of ours. <laughs> Oh, wow. We have a lot of goals, guys. we don't have it together. No, we don't. Stop asking us for advice. Yeah. No, it's okay. We can give advice. It's a lot easier to fix other people's problems. (laughs) Well, the thing I was going to say... You just have to say what to do. You don't have to do it. I was going to say, I I feel like something that we are good at is we're content and we're very aware and happy with where we are. Yeah. Not that we don't want to improve and get better at these things, but we are content. I I don't even know if content, but we're... We accept that it's where we are. That's better for us. And we don't deem it's unacceptable or un. Yeah, we're we're not happy with where we're at. No, but we are happy while where we're at. Yes, we don't. We try not to let the condition we're in define us going forward. Yes, I think it's a better way to put it. You always have the right way to put it. I like that about you. It's almost like I'm technically. Verbally oriented. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about how I kicked your ass in fantasy baseball this week? Well, it's not over yet. Turns out first week of fantasy baseball is like 11, 40 weeks 11 long. days. I don't know. It's super long. Are you kicking my ass? I have no idea. I, don't know. I think I'm ahead right now. I just saw that we were going to talk about fantasy baseball oh, yeah. and I was trying to talk smack. I mean, it's this week in sports, fantasy baseball, opening day. Was uh, this last apparently, Thursday. women's final four, too, was freaking fantastic interesting okay i have heard that it was i didn't watch i can't say that i watched either men's final four was pretty good why didn't we watch women's final four we barely watched men's final i didn't watch any of the men's or women we watched like the buzzer beater arkansas play arkansas got eliminated no i don't mean in the final four i mean in the march madness like i watched arkansas play and then i quit so we watched our games yes And then we watched a minute of San Diego State like get a buzzer beater to win. Yeah. Yesterday, two days ago, whatever no it was. No idea. This weekend. It wasn't yesterday. That's no, all I know. It definitely was not. We are, I believe. Let me double check this. Heck yeah, the top two scores of the week so far. Yeah, we are head to head. That's the big thing. 
is we are competing against each other this first week in fantasy baseball. It's a, it's a rivalry match. I, I love to beat him early. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That way. A lot of trash talk <laughs> against somebody who won like 23 games. games out of 27 games and in I fantasy baseball. I only won like four games last season. You did okay, but it was not great. You kind of stopped it. managing your team after a while. I had a really hard time understanding fantasy baseball yes. as I got into last episode. Yeah, it's complicated and you only have like one, you have like 12 hours to manage your roster. And I don't do it. <laughs> oh, okay, speaking of, bad dad, mean mom. Again, we don't have executive function, but uh, bedtime was really creeping back this past week. We're, we're pulling we it back, back the on right track. way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that has to do with daylight savings being a couple weeks ago, though? I don't think so, because it was I'm, a couple weeks ago, and she did well during daylight I'm savings. I'm blaming that. Okay, sure. <laughs> we observed daylight savings time two weeks later than everybody else. Yeah. We just have been really busy. Like, we've been on the go. Yeah. Has been part of the problem. So nap time hasn't been as consistent, and so we've had to be flexible. We had to be flexy, you know? Some of it, yeah. We've been trying to do more, get outside. You know, we talked about... What what is it? Ten thousand hours of outside time? Yeah. No, that's a joke. That's not even possible in a year. Hundred thousand. I think is what it was. Hundred thousand hours <laughs> this year. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, for Mean Mom, Mean Mom almost let Guardy go down in the baby uh, carrier today. What? I'm not understanding. Well, the baby carrier. I was trying to put Rory into his car seat. Okay. So it's the the baby car seat. Infant, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, our infant car seat. And she was devastated because she thought I wasn't taking her with it. me, <laughs> which Matt wasn't even home. So I was definitely taking her with me. Yeah, no, I took the dogs to the And vet. she was saying, brother out, brother out. Uh-huh. And so I took him out. And was she saying brother? No. Oh, she was I was like, Rory. whoa, she knows a new word no, and a saying, relationship. That's cool. <laughs> she was saying Rory out. She's a genius. Sorry. No, she didn't say brother. She was saying Rory out. Okay. Uh, and so I took him out and she forced her entire body into the infant <laughs> car seat and was trying to buckle herself into it. She is like the height of the infant, infant car seat. And That's the great part. She tries to sit in it sometimes just to like chill. I let her really go down in it. Like oh, okay. she tipped it over with her body like <laughs> stuck in it and had all kinds of limbs going everywhere. But she was that kind of toddler tantrum. Toddler upset. rage. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like, you know, the only thing I can do is just let this happen. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me mean mom. It's going to burn itself out. Yeah. It, it, and it yeah. did. And then when she calmed down, I said, do you want a hug? She, yeah. I was going to say, I've found almost always when she gets there, if you offer her a hug, she's going to stop doing what she's doing and come give you a hug. Yeah. Which so, melts my heart. It makes me want to cry right now. Yeah, we but, we did a hug, and yeah. then then she let Rory get in the okay. car seat. And You're like, hey, can we have a hug and then put our and then go to the car? Yeah, and then she was very adamant about getting in the car. Yeah. So. And it was actually Dad that was supposed to go get her, because. Yeah. You were, you were going to an appointment. Yeah, Bad Dad was not nailing things this morning. Yeah, Bad Dad had some. Bad Dad was a bad dog dad. <laughs> Bad dad called mean mom uh-huh. to say, what do I need to make sure I do at this vet appointment? And yep. mean mom said, flea and tick. Yes. Flea and tick. That's it. That's the only thing that you need to make sure you do. And he said, got it. He said one other thing that I think I did. Mm-mm. Heart murmur, maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know. I thought there was two things because I feel like I got one of them, but I did not get the most important one. Flea and tick was the only thing I said to you. Okay. That like needed to be. I, sure. I told you, I said, they'll probably like, I prepped you. I said, they'll probably bring up her heart murmur and all that. Yep. But flea and tick. I focused thing, on that one, <laughs> which wasn't yeah. a thing. They were going to no, bring that up. Yeah. They, that was their job and they were like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> I asked Matt to get their flea and tick. He calls me afterward and he's talking through the appointment to me. And I'm like, great. Uh-huh. And I'm in the car on the way to my doctor's appointment. Matt's supposed to be meeting me in the hospital parking lot, which was his idea. Yes. And I yeah. texted him to say, yes, that idea works well for me. Uh-huh. Uh, because our child's losing it and wants to be in the car. And we're on the phone. He's updating me on the, appoint- on the yep, appointment. Yep. And I, he told, told me how much it costs. And I was like, wow. That's really reasonable. What, like, which shot did they end up doing for their flea and tick? And he said, flea and tick. <laughs> so, oops, oops. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's fine. It's on not the a big plus deal. side, I've been giving both of our dogs very bad haircuts. Yeah. So you can see the fleas and ticks. <laughs> so we can reach them. No, uh, we, we got them flea and tick medication. I don't know. Online. Maybe the mats It'd were protecting fine. them from fleas and ticks. They absolutely couldn't get to their not. skin. That is not how that works. No? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. No. Then, <laughs> then Matt goes. We do take care of these dogs. They're not neglected. I'm sorry. For making think, jokes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's. We love them dearly. hurting and... me. He looks at me, guys. And he says, he doesn't look at me. We're on the phone. What am I even <laughs> saying? He says. All right, well, I'm almost home, so I'll see you in a second. And I said, sir, I am almost to my doctor's appointment. I had to turn around and come back home. Yeah, yeah. See, when I called you, you said we had to go out to the car because she was losing it. Mm -hmm. And in my brain, that meant you went out to the car and hung out in, like, the driveway. I don't know why. I know what it meant to you. Yeah. Turns out, right before I had called you you texted me and said let's meet at the hospital our kid is losing it didn't read that text just called you from and the i car. assumed you read the text because you called me a few minutes after i sent oh, it oh yeah you kind of hung up on me you were like oh cool yeah i'll head back your way idiot i, I did not say idiot it was implied uh but i did hang up on you yes i mm-hmm. i had to Yes. Uh-huh. Or you it, it wasn't idiot. an angry hang up. It wasn't uh it was a well no, I'm just saying like it wasn't like screw you. Are we like, gonna use like a synonym for angry here? Frustrated. No, annoyed is what I was. I told I, you that. Yeah, I really like wasn't a brand angry. Of anger. I was okay, sure. I was annoyed flavor angry. Uh I, I hung up the Diet phone angry. because I knew that if I got off the phone I'd be fine because it wasn't that big of a deal. But sure. I knew that if I stayed on the phone and listened to you throw yourself a pity party, I was gonna get angry. <laughs> So I was just annoyed, which is why I hung up. So I didn't hit angry. Got it. And it worked. Yeah. 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 And then I called deal. you and went, yeah, I just read the text after I hung up the phone. <laughs> Sorry, missed that when I called you. Just wanted to catch up and check Well, now you that were. you have way too many details on, you want to do Greg's Reads of the Week? Oh, Greg's Reads of the Week. What did he send us this week? I mean, a lot, I'm sure, but. Oh, great. Strap in, guys. This is the segment where we review the articles that your dad, my father-in-law, yep. sends us. We rate on a scale of one to five on how much anxiety the headline gave us Yes, when it came through in the family group message. And if we've read it, we talk about it. If we don't, we just talk about the headline, That's how right. we felt about it. That's right. Didn't read this one. 
Record household debt could turn into a major problem. Five out of five. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, yeah. That, that stresses me out for everyone. Major problem, debt, record. Well, all negative. Yeah, I didn't read it. Didn't read it either. Don't like it. I, yeah, I don't either. Oh, great. Reading another one. I'm getting these fresh for the first time. Oh. Bacterial toxins. Well, one. I mean, I've, I've probably seen the headlines, but they gave me anxiety, so I... Shut them out? It was like, pass. Okay. Bacterial toxin may trigger multiple sclerosis, onset, and relapse. Two out of five. 3.5 out of five. Really? I don't like it. I like it because I like when they discover things like this because it means they're making progress. If they can figure out what triggers things, then sure. we can... You work know, on prevention. effectively work on prevention and changing moderation. Things. Yeah. So to me, seeing something that may trigger multiple sclerosis onset and relapse is a really positive thing. Great. Um, and the article was interesting. Yeah. Not too much anxiety. The unspoken reason why many nurses and doctors are quitting. Did you read this one at all? <laughs> yeah, I read this. I read, uh, it. I read it a bit too. Yeah. Skimmed it. Uh, it did not give me anxiety. No. No. The article gave me anxiety. Yeah, the article was not great. But the headline was a one out of five. Yeah, I agree. Um, article just covers... Uh, I don't know if it's really unspoken. I think it's pretty obvious why nurses and doctors are quitting. Yeah, because people aren't nice to them and their job is hard. Yeah, kind of like why teachers are quitting. And then they get sued a lot. Yeah, nobody wants to serve our people because... Yeah, I think teachers get sued less, but... Well, yeah, but they the school districts, I think, it's Oh, probably, I'm sure, plenty. I mean, there's, it's not really worth suing a teacher. I don't think they no. have anything to... No, there's a whole thing in there about malpractice against yeah. doctors, and like even 80-something percent of them are not successful suits, but even just having a suit filed against you is a whole thing. Well, I'm sure. And it's, it makes doctors feel bad. I added honorable mention in here. This didn't give me anxiety, and it wasn't Great. an article, but Dad did send me a web page full of pictures of beds shaped like uh, front loaders. For which child? Uh, I think it was for Rory, but I, when I saw it, I feel was like, like it was G probably for Rory too. And G wants a front loader bed. Yeah. If we gave Rory a front loader bed and she didn't have a front loader bed, she would lose it. She would trade rooms with him. Yeah, absolutely. She'd, boot, she'd be like Rory out mm -hmm. Rory crib. Get out of here. Roy front, front loader, loader bed mine. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we have, for the last several days... Been on a big construction kick. Been obsessed with the book Digger Sores. Yeah. It's a combination uh, digger and dinosaur. dinosaur. So, the first They're line like is... They're like giant construction yeah. equipment shaped like dinosaurs. Yeah. She does a lot of times notice that they have tiny people right next to the digger sores. And it's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, good eye. Yeah, that is super dangerous because they're doing heavy machinery work. They're like bulldozing a building. Yeah. And there's just a guy right next to the front of the digger. Somebody recommended night-night construction site. Oh, she's been super into trucks, cars. Dinosaurs. The cars films, dinosaurs, the, cl the classics. Yeah. Yeah. She has good taste. Yeah. She's and her pink reaction. fuzzy jacket. And her, Yeah. She's she's not here for stereotypes. She's no. she's, she's breaking to, barriers. She's here to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's my word of the week? Word of the week: cabal. Cabal. C a b a l. Cabal. We're gonna have a cabal. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. It's uh, 
it's kind of like a small group. One of the definitions is a small group of secret plotters oh. as a government or a person of authority. So a click oh. plots and schemes. Yeah, we're so in it's the like same a little cabal. secret, little secret society kind of thing. Oh, so I wouldn't tell people that we're in the same cabal. Probably not on a podcast. No, okay, wouldn't be super secret. Got it. What, Unless like the where, whole podcast. Where do I was ever cabal. use that? Like a cabal of dissenters. I don't know. Okay, I can't. When sorry, would I, I ever say that sentence? I don't know. You might read it though. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You know, action book. Useful. You're reading a lot of like Tom Clancy or something? No. Secret Matt's organizations. Matt's been checking our email. I have. I have been reading emails, guys. I know last week I said that I hadn't done it, but I did do it this week. So it's just a round of applause for Matt and him being awesome and doing good stuff. You know, not to, not to brag. So I've read them all. A lot of good ones. Most of them are really complimentary and people like to write them out so I won't like read the whole things but you want to do a couple questions from them you're not going to read the thing where they say nice stuff about us they're really long oh okay. I'll send them to you so that you can read them but like maybe maybe the whole podcast <laughs> yeah, that's fair, doesn't that's fair. That's valid. I don't know that they were written to be read yeah fully okay. on the podcast a lot okay. of times they tag a little question on the end that okay well I require a, a lot of affirmation that's all I'm saying well, good news read our email and you'll get some affirmation okay Someone reviewed them like episode by episode. They did like eight oh. episodes and things they liked out of them. That's so nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay, so, wow. Okay, read us a question. If you want to feel good, we can do that. Okay, we'll do that after. One person asked, I'm a full-time family and wedding photographer. I had a baby six months ago after experiencing a horrible pregnancy, very similar to Joe, and a C-section. Returning to work and feeling like myself again has been something I am struggling with. Postpartum has been one of the most confusing and emotionally overwhelming times of my life. I know that Joe has experienced similar issues, however. I'm curious to hear how all of this was from Matt's perspective. Was it hard to watch your wife struggle? What did you do to help? Did you notice her anxieties and such right off the bat? Okay. Um, how was it for me? I'd like everybody to know the face I was making at Matt had nothing to do with the email, <laughs> but rather the way that he chose to acknowledge punctuation while reading that. What? <laughs> you didn't acknowledge punctuation anywhere. What do you mean? Did I just read it too fast? You read it all together and you were like lifting parts of sentences that <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like, and so it was just kind of hard to understand. Okay. Apologies for my creative reading. <laughs> it was creative reading. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, continue. That's why I just didn't, if they were watching, I literally Got made it. a face at you <laughs> like, what is going on? So if they're watching. It's not about what you said. No, it's not about at how all. I said it. Exactly. Got like, it. If Got I, it. if I had not read this before we started recording, I would be so confused <laughs> right now. Okay. She would think it was poorly written. It was not. It was written fine. No, it was poorly read. It was beautifully written. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, it was hard to watch you go through a lot of that because there's sometimes there's not a lot you can do. And because it is, well, uh, you can't fix it on a fundamental level, yes. I guess. is There are things you can do to help the person. But you can't fix the problem for the I'm person. I'm not saying anything. I'm getting reactions like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm, great advice. Yeah, no, nothing you can do. I Maybe you could have ju- tried." Blah, blah, I, blah, 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 I wasn't blah. judging your advice. I was just, it's, it's, guys. I've talked about this before. Sometimes it's really hard to come on the podcast and talk about stuff like this when we're sitting together. 
because Matt will say things that I wish that he would say to me <laughs> in our normal day to day. And then the podcast, it just eloquently leaves his mouth. I need an audience. Okay. Resume. I need an impartial third party. That's why I feel safe here with a microphone. Yeah. Well, I was enjoying what you were saying. I wasn't trying to give you a face of judgment. No, that was the face yeah. I made when you were reading creatively. I have to see YouTube to see our faces, I guess. So yeah. good podcasting by us. Yeah. Visual medium. So yes, it was hard to watch you struggle. Um, and if I could keep it in mind that you were going through it, that helped to know it's not something personal. It's not necessarily something you're doing. It can be triggered by something you're doing. But the reactions are outsized because of what's going on internally, not what's going on externally. Um, what did I do to help? Uh, I was better with this round one when we just had one you child. Were really good round one. And again, a lot of that is because now we have two and we have a toddler and I'm trying to keep up with the toddler and she's louder than you. Uh, <laughs> she, she's much more in my face about what she needs and wants than you are which is good that's an adult way to be if you were competing with her that would be a different issue <laughs> and also concerning but it does mean you don't receive this same level of support which sucks for yeah. you and does not make me feel good about it either but round one uh, a lot of it was just doing the executive function stuff uh trying to keep up with the house trying to keep up with the things that uh you were struggling with and we did better that time and so this time it's been harder, not just because of having a toddler, but because we've had less of a break. You know, there was a, there was probably six to eight weeks after we had G where everything was kind of on our terms. We, we didn't have we didn't extra have very work. Many visitors. We didn't have a bunch of visitors. We didn't have a lot of obligations. We've had a lot more this go around. Kind of as you have more kids, people just assume that you're, you got it. And so if you ever don't got it, it's like, oh, crap. Okay, well, I guess we're going to just have to pretend we got it and let stuff fall through the cracks. Um, did you notice her anxieties and such right off the bat? So you'll notice the reactions. You'll notice, wow, that didn't necessarily feel corresponding proportionally to the stimulus to say that I understood the anxieties wouldn't be accurate. Um, it took a bit for you to go, hey, I'm having vivid, like detailed images of what could go wrong. I'm having constant intrusive anxiety, thoughts. intrusive thoughts, that kind of thing. And so it helped to understand that more. It helped to talk about it more. Um, definitely made me more sympathetic because without knowing that, it just kind of felt like crazy reactions. Not to say you were crazy, but the reactions were like, whoa, okay, you're right. I did leave the forks out. I don't think you should have thrown them at me. This is a dramatization that didn't happen. So, I don't no. even remember getting mad about forks. No, and that wouldn't be your thing. But <laughs> this is a, a fake story that I made up. But it's just that kind of, that kind of thing. You're going to get outsized responses to stimulus that, even if it is an issue, normally it wouldn't have been as big of an issue. And so... And a lot of times you're like, I know that's not, but it, as it's happening, I'm watching it happen in my brain and going, whoa, you are really losing it, really going overboard here, but it doesn't like stop. Right. Still the way to fix it is to take away that chance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
but stepping up executive function wise is good. I think that was the biggest way that you helped. Yeah. I agree. Now we're both just trying to get our executive function back. Yep. I never really had much of one, but No, you did not. You know, that's why we're why we're on our ADHD journey. Your. Yeah, we. We. Okay. <laughs> we are on our ADHD marriage journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that ties really nicely into another email we got. Great. I love that. This person says, I am in a long-term relationship. We have a lot of similarities to each of you. Since you guys shared a lot about your challenges together or individually, I wanted you to, I wanted to ask you guys, how do you set a boundary when it comes to your mental state slash mental health and the relationship? Has there been a time when one person's mental state was heavily impacting everything in your relationship with one another? And if it was, how did you guys go about it? Yeah, Absolutely like currently yeah i agree i think it's constantly uh been an issue for us i don't think that in the time we've been married in the time that we have dated yeah we have but in the time we have been married we have not both been in a good mental space at the same time not for an extended period for like of time. a weekend or yeah. like a day yeah but... we'll have a good trip or something like that right but definitely, yeah. And I think part of that is just living around each other and having a lot of experiences and being in our 20s and well, going and through a lot of transitions. I was going to note, I don't think that that's forever. Like, I think no, that we're no, very no. much going to eventually be in a... I'm not hopeless. Of, we're never going to have a season no, where we're both good. No, it's we work good. on. Yeah. yeah. We've only been married for... It'll be four years next month. Wow, yeah. Uh, and so it's not been that long and it has not been four years of both of us not being good. Huh. Um, you had some really high highs where you were, I think, really doing well. Mm-hmm. I was not, um, and vice versa. And over the last year, year and a half, I would say both of us. But I think that that's been the pandemic. And oh, yeah. Just like you said, seasons of transition. Um, as for boundaries around that, I think the biggest like boundary or rule within our marriage is to always be communicating with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the, the real boundary you have to have is just acknowledging that and being supportive and understanding that the person's working on it. Now, if the person's not working on it, there are extremes that you don't want to get tied down in and like, you may not, if it's something somebody has issues with and is refusing to work on it or refusing to acknowledge it, that's where I think a boundary is probably a lot more important. But for us, it's been less about boundaries, more about communicating, more about understanding where the other person's at and understanding what the other person is struggling with. Because we get Again, frustrated with each other. Yeah, all the time. And it's more communicating, hey, I'm feeling really frustrated right now surrounding, you know, this, I know you're working on it. And so this isn't a critique of the speed in which you're working on it. This is not a critique on, you know, your mental health. It's just, I need it to be acknowledged that I am very frustrated in this moment. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of times we have to go, Hey, I know I said I was going to clean up the bedroom, but I did not have it today. And I, I, it was not in my bag. It was not in my capabilities. We're really nice to each other about that usually. Yeah, we try to be really good about that kind of thing because uh, neither one of us likes asking for help and neither one of us likes acknowledging our failures necessarily. I, I tried a new method this week yeah. 
of I needed Matt so badly to pick up the kitchen and uh-huh. I needed him to not get distracted or forget. It was not an option for it to not be in his bag. I needed him yeah. to pick up the kitchen because my anxiety about it was mm-hmm. up here. So I sent him a voice memo. <laughs> because Immediately after leaving the house. Yeah. Like as you were leaving the house, you went, Hey, I need you to clean up the kitchen. Well, I'd already Don't told it, you yeah. that before I left. I didn't. I know exactly. I didn't like drop it on you via no. voice memo. No, I would have been reminded of it every thirty to forty-five minutes before you left. Right. Yeah. And then I left a voice memo too because I really <laughs> needed you to understand how stressed I was about it. You're like, I know you have time to yourself. Please don't use this as a break. I need you to get the kitchen because I'm going to go insane. Yeah. It's not rational, but I need it done. No, that's, that was literally my voice memo. <laughs> but yeah, but the more you can communicate some of the more irrational sides of things, communicate the stuff that is a mess I was... and go, hey, it doesn't make sense, but I can't pick my pants up off the floor. But they're all going to be on the floor and I can't bring myself to pick them up and throw them in the laundry. I understand that it's ridiculous and I'm going to try and do it tomorrow. Or if it's really bothering you, can you help me? Yes. Like, you know. I need you to just come pick up the three <laughs> pairs of pants that are there. And then I'll clean my entire closet because I'll feel so guilty oh, yeah, that you picked absolutely. up my pants. Yeah, exactly. Or you'll just do it because you ask and you're like, this was silly and I realized that. But the more you can, I think that is probably the most helpful thing we can say is communicate the stuff you don't want to communicate. Yeah. Because your partner doesn't know it without you right saying it so to me i just think that he forgot about the pants not that he's agonizing over the pants or like how did he forget about the pants we've talked about the pants six times this is a fake scenario again (laughs) but like (laughs) again that's just how it is over communicate yeah and the more you can do that stuff the the better it'll go i agree okay do we have another email or is that all of our emails yeah I think people just ask me questions via the email because they know oh, I read it. I think that's great. Matt, what led to you? What is that? What <laughs> okay, led hey, you, no, no, okay, let, let okay. me read it. Let me what read led it. you to consider and then getting tested and diagnosed for ADHD? Am I correct in saying that you went through this process later in life as an adult? Do you think a diagnosis earlier in life would have helped you in other aspects growing up? Wishing you all the very best for my small island in eastern Canada, oh, Newfoundland. Sick. The most satisfied place in Canada. And she sent us an article that's about the most... Oh, I can't wait. The happiest places in Canada. I look forward to reading that. that Uh, So my vote on this... I was going to say, are you answering? I'm going to answer the question for you. great. I think that you didn't get diagnosed earlier because your family was focused on other things. Yeah. Whenever you were a kid, they knew that it was likely you had ADHD. Your mom was a teacher. Yep. But we also grew up in the 90s, which was the peak of over-prescribing everything, a lot of drugs to children. And so because he was getting by, you know? Yeah, I was, um, a lot of times I think they talk about it as uh, an an inattentive style of ADHD, not necessarily super disruptive. I mean, I had some hyperactivity, but I was very controlled in the classroom and that kind of stuff for the most part i'd try to be funny but beyond that i didn't cross a ton of lines or get in a ton of trouble at least not past grade school uh so i was more inattentive uh and i could get my work done and i could do school and all that kind of stuff and at least through high school it was not a significant issue looking back i can go 
yeah, you should have studied more. You should have done homework. You would have been able to to do more. And then college, it really hit. But I had enough outside pressure. Again, almost losing my scholarship and really not wanting to be a burden to my family and other people was enough pressure for me to get it in gear and study and do a lot of that kind of thing. So it wasn't until started having kids and being in a like cohabitating relationship that a lot of the aspects of my ADHD that I could mask or just kind of blow through and not deal with were exposed more. So it just kind of got to a point where it was like, we have to deal with this. It wasn't necessarily a shock by any means. I, I kind of knew I was already there. I just didn't know. It's kind of, you don't know what you don't know. And so that's where a lot of times medication and stuff helps people because you don't know what executive function looks like if you've never really had it, except, except from a ton of outside stress and anxiety. And so whenever you went in to talk with a therapist and a psychiatrist, you were not shocked whenever they actually, can I tell the story (laughs) of your psychiatrist, uh, formally like giving you your diagnosis? I, again, and neither my psychiatrist or my, um, therapist, therapist really use a lot of labels, but we don't have a, like, it's not a formal diagnosis. I mean, it is. You had your formal diagnosis though, where he went through and was medicating you. Yes, that's absolutely. the story I was going to tell. Got it. Because Matt came home and his therapist, or no, his psychiatrist diagnosed you anxiety. Yeah. But so we sat down, we, we had our first session. We talked, what's your background? How's this? What's this? So on and so forth. And then we get to the end where we talk about what we want to do going forward. And that's that's where we got. I'll let you continue you can you were the one that was there i yeah no you can tell it and so we get there and i expect you know you have adhd we're going to try and treat it with whatever medication he recommends or whatever plan he recommends and first thing we start with did we start with physical exercise or did we start with no okay the first thing he said to you because i'll never forget (laughs) you getting in the car because he said well he said i have anxiety (laughs) Yeah, it seems seems like you might be an anxious person. And so I uh, actually prescribed a, a beta blocker, which just kind of reduces your adrenaline response to things, gets you less. It doesn't affect you. It's, it's not a general anxiety medication. It's for more of a performance anxiety or a physical response to anxiety. Reduces that without necessarily interfering and Otherwise. in that moment, what you described to me was you thought that he was done talking to you. Like yeah. that that was yeah, the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah, we started with it. I was like, oh, didn't it? it mainly was just a huge curveball because yeah. I hadn't thought of having anxiety Matt at any like, point in my life. I thought I had ADHD all this time and I yeah. was wrong. Yeah, we started with anxiety. I was like, oh, whoa. And then we went in and it was like, I'm also going to provide a stimulant, which I take and other coping mechanisms outside of medication. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Just, it was funny, but we started with anxiety. I was like, "Whoa, wasn't prepared for this at all." It rocked your world. And I was like, "Oh, I guess I, I guess that is the feeling that I feel all the time." Anxious, interesting. Yeah. So, 
it was an interesting conversation for us too because uh-huh. you kind of like were like, "Did you know I'm anxious?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just didn't have a label for it. Yeah. Like that's just how I felt, and the moment it was said, I was like, "Oh yeah." That does make sense that the definition of anxiety would capture what I've felt most of the time, most of my life. Just constantly like thinking about people's reactions to stuff and game planning out my life, but only 14 seconds but in never advance. never wants to plan for the future. No, yeah, no, no. It's, it's in the now. I'm just planning 25 seconds ahead, worrying about reactions. Yeah. Trying to, yeah, mime through my life. That's funny. Well, I feel like we hit emails today. I have a couple voicemails, but I'm going to save them for our next episode because we're already heck along. Yeah, we've we've gone long enough. Uh, And yeah, I have been really enjoying talking with you guys and I appreciate all the DMs from everybody that listened. And thank you to the handful of you that have contacted me about audio issues because I know that we've had a couple audio issues the last few episodes where Matt's mic was going out. If you notice something like that, please shoot us a message so that we can get it resolved. Yeah, it's um, helpful for us. Even if we can't recover what we did, it's helpful to know if we need to change equipment. It's helpful to know if we need to change recording setups. Well, in both times that it happened, it wasn't a audio, it wasn't a recording issue. It was oh, an yeah. export issue. Yeah, it was a software issue. So we didn't, we don't re-listen again once it's uploaded. Maybe we should. Anyway. No, that would be like a quality control issue. And yeah. most of the time we're just lucky to get this thing uploaded in time. Yeah. And on that note, we love you guys. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are like just on our YouTube game. Yeah. Okay. We're in our YouTube era. Yeah, we are. (laughs) All right. Love y'all. Bye. All right. We're going to try to get some executive function this week. Heck yeah. Bye.